everybody and welcome to Let's Plan a Wedding. I'm Andy. And I'm Dave. And today we're going to be talking about DJs and give you guys a little bit of an update on how our wedding invites are going. Yeah, folks. Uh, yeah, sorry, this is coming out a, a, a little later on uh, uh, than we usually do. Uh, but, you know, hey, wedding planning gets a little busy. Actually, we've been house painting. Was, so That takes up a lot of time, too. It's a very, it's a good workout. Yeah. Very time-consuming endeavor. Plus, Mandy and I just did a uh, two-and-a-half-mile sprint series uh, this this evening before dinner. So I have got my drink uh, and uh, trying to get a little loose. Yeah, it was, it was a good workout. It's finally nice here, so it was great to be outside today. Um, my legs are feeling it. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so we wanted to cover DJs, but... As you will quickly find out, uh, the amount of time we can really spend talking about wedding DJs is, is pretty small. So we're, we're kind of mixing this in with uh, an update on our wedding invites, uh, you know, to, to give you guys a, a full episode. So, uh, Mandy, you want to you wanna tell them uh, our, the, the saga of deciding on a wedding DJ that we went through? Well, we tossed it around quite a bit. Um, wedding DJs are not exactly my cup of tea always. I mean, not to discredit the DJ industry. I'm sure there's some very great people out there that do very good jobs. Unfortunately, it seems that the events that I've been at, I haven't encountered any of them. Yeah, there's, there's um, again, I'm sure there's great DJs out there who do a phenomenal job. Unfortunately, there's a lot of bad ones giving the profession a bad name. And I think my biggest problem with DJs is they turn your event into their show, sort of. Yeah, so uh, to, to spoil it, Mandy and I have decided to not use a DJ at all. Um, and again, exactly you know for that reason, I know weddings I've been to, weddings you know, that, that you've been to the the problem that that can come up and again we don't want to paint every dj with the same broad brush but the 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 problem i've seen come up several times is that at the you know end of the dinner when it's time for the open dance you hand it over to the dj and the the evening in seems to transition from being your wedding reception to dj stegosaurus's show and you know he feels like uh you know th this is now his time to, to to shine and you know I've, I've seen it where where the dj spends a good chunk of the evening harassing guests again I, harassing might be strong but you know, harassing guests to get out onto the dance floor and again this is these are people who are mingling like it seems like they measure their quality by how many people are dancing. Yeah. Uh, and as I don't know if we've approached it on the show before, but I know we've talked about it personally, is I don't care if there's three people on the floor. Well, if everyone's having a good time doing what they're doing, it's that's what's going on. Yeah. That's what's happening at that particular moment. No, I say, you know, hopefully... At our reception, you know, people will dance, but honestly, if the music just becomes background music and everyone's just kind of mingling and talking and have and drinking and having a good time, I'm pretty good with that. I'm also good with that. And 
I've also seen where DJs sometimes they play songs that to promote people to get out that you necessarily may or may not have said, hey, please don't play this. Mm -hmm. But now you're rocking the electric slide at your wedding, which some people think is very fun. Some people don't like. I mean, I personally am not an electric slide person. Well, and and there is that kind of that that uh, bag of tricks that, that DJs have. And it's, you know, again, any sort of quasi line dancing song like the electric slide the cupid shuffle um there's another one i'm forgetting right now i don't know if it's it's not well i mean ymca is a good one for that because it's easy to do well well, then yeah then there's the the easy dance songs like ymca the chicken dance um you know again stuff kind of like that and you know nothing wrong with those songs but you know i i don't really I think we were on the same page that we didn't really want a dude or or a lady, you know. Hey, it's it's twenty eighteen, but we didn't want a DJ sitting there in the corner, again constantly trying to pull our guests out onto the dance floor if they don't want to be there. You know, again, it's it's not really super important to me that the uh, the dance floor be thumping. <laughs> through the whole reception it's really more like again if if the guests want to dance they can but if they want to sit and have a drink and catch up with each other i'm good with that too and then there's all that certain thing they do where they put their call into things Mm -hmm. which i've seen in so many occasions and i really don't need dj stegosaurus coming straight out my wedding yeah so it's just Overall, I think that we just decided to go a little bit of a different route, which it's funny, you know, we tell people, well, at least I've experienced this, I tell people, oh, we're not having a DJ at the wedding. The first words out of their mouth has characteristically been, oh, you're not having music? Well, no, we're having music. Mm -hmm. We're just not having a DJ to perform it. Yeah, so our workaround is, you know, again, recognizing that we live in 2018 and you know, you can create a playlist in iTunes, Spotify, uh, any number of, of music listening services, and simply play that. And, and again, ideally, and some of this is going to depend on the, the, the exact setup uh, for audio that we get at our venue, but ideally I'll be able to control the, the music uh, from my phone because it's 2018 and you can do stuff like that. So we basically posed our event coordinator at the Congress with we don't necessarily want to have a professional DJ hookup. What can you do for us? So they did say that there is a speaker rental that we can do. It's not their speaker system. Because no, they're, they're not going to let us hook up to their system. They don't want us to ruin that. Which is understandable. But they are getting us access to a speaker contract and the ability for us to go in and kind of see how everything will sound and everything like that. So I'm fairly confident that this will go fine. I'm a little bit nervous about not having someone to run it, but I think that overall between... Your between Dave, myself, and a microphone with a few people who have said that they're willing to make certain announcements mm-hmm. for like when it's our time to dance or you know when we want the wedding party out on the floor and things like that. 
So I plus again, it gave us this nice opportunity to sit down and and pick song for song our playlist. And I think there are DJs out there that will allow you to do that. Which at at that point starts to have me question why if I'm picking the playlist, why am I paying you? Well, I think too it gives us the ability to if there's something that we decide spot on we want to play, it's you know, oh, we forgot about the song or oh, this song's kind of newer and why didn't we put it on? We can kind of just pull that and throw it on the playlist on the fly. I mean, true if if a perfect song to dance to during our wedding reception came out the day before our wedding, you know, I could download it and just simply slot it into the playlist. Like, uh, again, with with modern technology, it, it makes things a lot. I, I, I entirely understand why, you know, 20 years ago, you would you needed a DJ. Oh, absolutely. Because, like, you know, you just didn't have that kind of stuff. But, you know... Here, you know, in in 2018, everything can be routed through your computer, and and in most cases, these things could be routed through your phone. And as long as there's an internet hookup and Bluetooth connectivity, you can do just about anything, and it's not all that complicated. Again, cost-benefit side of of our plan here, the, the cost is we don't have that kind of you know, uh, give the word and go uh, setup that you would if you have a DJ, where basically, you know, once once dinner is over and announcements have been made, you just kind of wave to the DJ and he starts his thing and you don't have to worry about it. We are incurring uh, a bit of a cost in that we do have to worry about it. I, I need to make sure that the, the sound system's working properly and that the, the connection is good so that when I hit play, music comes out of the speakers. But I've worked in, in you know, uh, that kind of, you know, DJ realm in the past. I've done audio hookups before. <laughs> I'm pretty confident that I, I can make it work. Again, uh, check out our episodes post-wedding to see if, if that worked or if it blew up in my face. Uh, but I will say, like, you know, for the aside from our own uh, decision here, you know, with the going to kind of the broader thing, you, you really, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Mandy, I, I think there's really like, th- what, three major options is either do what we're doing, where you, you, you know, create your own playlist and play it. You hire a DJ or you hire a band. Right. And, and I, I, again, like everything, all three of those options have benefits. All three of those options have costs. Uh, not to mention the, at least for the DJ and the band, the actual cost. Right. Bands can get pretty pricey. Yeah. And you run the risk with bands of, some bands are a certain genre they're a type Mm. so you're going to have a lot of similar type music throughout your wedding and perhaps that's something that you know it just fits in really well to your wedding you're having a jazz themed wedding you're having a very classical you want you know classical type music orchestral played throughout the night and i will say like the the cool thing about a band is that 
I mean, that's really it, to me. To me, that's a really classy thing to have. You got a live band there. That's that's really cool. It's also really expensive. In really some cases. expensive. I plus, mean, plus again, you've you've got that kind of limit where the band can only play what the band knows how to play. Right. And, and again, a lot of these bands have a have a broad uh, set of songs that they can play or can at least work their way through. But you know, you you're somewhat limited to what you can get because they have to be able to play it. If you've got you know, like a uh, maybe a six-piece band with with some strings, and Cousinetti wants them to play "Stairway to Heaven." They're not going to be able to do that. Like they they don't have the electric guitars. Okay, for that. first off, "Stairway to Heaven" is way too classy for Cousinetti. That's really. He's not asking for "Stairway to Heaven." So were we thinking like "Lady" by uh, uh, Sticks? I, I don't. I would have to think about it. I would bet maybe more like Cowboys from Hell from Pantera. Mm. Oh, so you think he's going that way? Yeah. Uh, so I he's not he... even remotely trying. Okay. I mean, yeah, I mean, no, that's, he's... That's Cousin Eddie. He's Cousin Eddie. So, yeah, like, <laughs> they're not going to be able to play that. Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, if, uh, if, if you've got uh, friends and relatives who want to hear some grave stomping, like, that's just not going to happen. Whereas, again, like with the... Let me just throw a side note in. I like Cowboys from Hell. I think it's a great song. I don't want to play it at the wedding. Noted. But I do like the song. All right. We'll throw that up there on the board. (laughs) Um, But, like, yeah, you know, whereas, again, with a DJ, depending on how their setup is, and especially now when it's all digital uh, music, you know, there's, there's a much higher likelihood that if there's a song that your aunt with like four drinks in her really wants to dance alone on the dance floor to uh it's a thing i've seen it she goes up to the dj the dj will probably have that song or again it's 2018 if there's a wi-fi connection he can get it right uh whereas again you know band it's what it's what they know how to play but Again, band would. There's a part of me that goes, yeah, band would be really cool. And again, if if money were no object, right, absolutely. And then I think you run the risk with certain DJs of their personalities. Well, well, coming again, into it, it's it's that thing of you know, especially if it's a wedding DJ who does or a DJ who does weddings to pay his bills but really wants to be the next dead mouse I was just gonna say dead mouse um that that you're in the danger zone right there because because that dude wants to be off the leash he, he he wants to be dead mouse and the only paying gigs he's getting are weddings so he's going to turn your wedding into his his you know uh chance to shine and i do think that most wedding djs are better about that Mm because like we have been what was that a new year's eve party Uh, that we went to where the dj was just the worst oh yeah he was the worst he was playing the worst songs it was like like trance and house music to a crowd who just desperately wanted him to play some like bon jovi 
Like, just something familiar. Something you can dance to. Well, not even that. I mean, I think he would have been okay with the type of music he was playing, but it was very melancholy. Well, and then there was also the... the Maybe we're speaking of different DJs. Well, there was the one after Comic-Con. That That's the one. That dude was was ready to... That's the one I'm talking about. Like, he wasn't playing Joy Division, but he was playing the like techno equivalent of joy division and everyone's just sitting there like would you could you play something like upbeat at one point i believe it was either me or you that actually asked him could you please just play something more upbeat people will dance if you play something more upbeat people were there they had a few drinks in them they were ready to dance we were dressed in as comic book characters we were having a great day And and this guy was just making you think about everything that was wrong with your life. He, he wanted to play like the top ten dirges that uh, you know, geez. And uh, his so, response to us asking him to play something happier was literally no. No. Uh, nobody tells DJ Request what to play. <laughs> it um, was bad. It was really bad. And again, you know, there, I, there are I am sure plenty of good DJs out there who know how to read a room, know how to kind of give you what you want. And, and, or they're and, specifically and, for weddings. Yeah, and respond to that. But you got. I would say if you're going to go with the DJ, you got to do your research. Like, I would try to go to some of the events that that DJ is playing. Right, because nobody wants Quagmire to show up and start playing music <laughs> at their wedding. Giggity, giggity. And, and again, that's... I have seen some Quagmire DJs. The, the sleazy DJ? Oh. I have had the disadvantage of being in the spotlights of the Quagmire DJ. Yeah. And so, you know, again, it's a mixed bag, and you just kind of got to be... Like I say, do your research, because there are good DJs out there. And if, if you do want... Be, and like we said, the benefit of having the dj is you really just kind of get to hand it over to them and then you don't have to worry about it for the rest right of the and you can like, it's their him, problem you tell him <laughs> i want these people to dance to this song and he makes his announcement people hear it it's go time so we are putting a little bit more of that on us yeah. and on equipment that you know we're semi-familiar with with it being on i think our plan was to put our regular device and then I have a also loaded onto a backup device. Yep. We're gonna have a couple microphones floating around. Our few of our wedding party has had, you know, and a couple of those guys they have really good voices. Mm-hmm. They run certain and they like, do, trivia nights and, and they, mic they nights. Do stuff like this. Right. So it's not completely unfamiliar <coughs> to us, but it does put a little bit more pressure on us to make sure that things flow properly well and again and and i I, i'm feeling confident about it especially you know we'll be able to get in there the day before check the sound system make sure everything links up the way we need it to uh if necessary potentially you know have to buy some sort of connection cable or whatever right we'll have we'll have the day to do that and i think both of us for separate events have done something like this but on a little bit smaller of a scale i mean i know that me and my cousin personally orchestrated the music for my grandparents 50th wedding anniversary so that went off really smooth i was a lot smaller you know there were probably only like maybe 30 40 people there so smaller room Mm. but 
it did work. I mean, it did go off very well. And and again, you know, uh, you know, for the our first dance and then the um, wedding party dance and the father daughter dance, you know, those are cues that we're gonna. That that's really where the work is. Really, once we get to the open dance period, it's uh, it push play and go. Set it and forget it. That's it. And short of, you know, again, my phone dying or a power outage. But even if we had a DJ, the power outage. Yeah, it's I not mean, gonna, what are you going to do? He's not going to thump with no electricity flowing to his equipment. So, so yeah. So, I mean, yeah, as far as DJs, uh, and unfortunately, we, we can't really get granular into, again, you know, going through and... Uh, inter- you know, talking to DJs or pricing or anything like that because we decided pretty early that we just weren't. Gonna we were going to skip that. And I'd say, if nothing else, if 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 since we can't provide you any really good details, if you decide you want a DJ, the the advice we can throw out there is keep keep it in your mind as an option that you don't necessarily need one. There there are benefits to having one. But, you know, it, it's not a requirement. Uh, you, there are, in 2018, there are other options. But also, I would say, like anything else, if you're set on a DJ, if you don't want to put the extra responsibility on yourself or you're just not comfortable with it, you know, talk to a few different ones. Make sure that their personality and your personality meshes. Make sure you're on the same page with mm-hmm. them. You know, sit down with them and say, hey, if I tell you, I absolutely hate this song and under no circumstances want it played. What is his response to that? Mm-hmm. You know, see, just feel him out to see where you get with that. Because, like I said, there's a lot of different personalities in that type of field. And getting one that you totally conflict with could be a problem down the road. Yeah. So, with with that, uh, I guess we can now move on. So, you know, we had done an uh, episode earlier about our... Uh, invitations and and uh, kind of the the early stages of of designing them and, and getting the, the stuff for them so I will say I think at, at the time we we hadn't ordered any of the stuff but we did thank thanks to the uh, suggestion of uh, our friend and listener Jackie Crestel hi Jackie uh, we used cardsandpockets.com uh, to get the the uh, pockets and the, the envelopes, the envelopes and the RSVP envelopes, and that that website's phenomenal. That went great. It was a really nice variety of things to choose from. They made they, making sure getting envelopes that fit the yeah, things you purchased very easy. They've got every size, every color. Quality of everything was great. You know, again, huge selection. Every kind of variation that you might want or be interested in. Uh, and, uh, yeah, we had that, it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like prime. So, uh, but uh, we had that within seven days. I want to say, yeah, it was like five to seven business days. Within a week of ordering it, they showed up on the door. Cause I remember I was at work when they got here and you happened to be home and took a picture of them and sent them to me. And in the picture, the lighting was bad and they looked army green, Uh. which is not the color we picked. And I didn't understand why you were not freaking out that our envelopes came in an army green color but when i got home they were the right color it just looked weird in the picture for some reason reflection from the table um 
But yeah, so that uh, they were phenomenal. Uh, now, as far as the the contents, uh, you know, the 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 main invitation, uh, the RSVP card, the hotel information card, and the general information card. We had designed those ourselves. Um, came out pretty nice, uh, and uh, then took those to be printed, <laughs> and and that's where it gets a little more complicated well being that we were doing it as a do-it-yourself project we opted for one of the cheaper printing options which was to go through stables yeah and we had well well, cheaper so we thought yeah it was supposed to be cheaper but in any case we had used office depot in the past to print something to do the save the dates and that turned out that worked out very well yep they they you know they printed them uh they wound up being uh, a little like off center uh when they printed and cut them the for the save the dates and the girl saw it and she's like oh i'm sorry about that reprinted them recut them no extra charge uh and got it you know got it right and again same thing we did all the design for that and they turned out fabulous. Yep. Those turned out phenomenal. So I'm not sure why we chose to go with Staples this I time. Don't, I don't remember either. Honestly, I think it's because we were running errands and there was one yeah. close to where we were. And we figured, meh, same kind of thing, right? Yeah. Oh, could we not have been more wrong? So, so yeah, we, we took it in. And, and again, kind of on us. Well, you know, at least part of it is on us is that... We showed up at the at the Staples um, like a half an hour before they closed. Yeah, real close to closing time. And and I would recommend if you're going to do your own printing, uh, or you know take it to a print center like that, no matter where you go, uh, go in where there's enough time where they can do the job in front of you. Because if you know, hey, sometimes you know mistakes get made. You know the kind of stuff that's nobody's fault and. You know, if you're there, then you can look at it and go, oh, well, no, this isn't the right size. Please do that again. And most of these places, you know, again, if they screw up, they're not going to charge you. Uh, for, for their mistakes. Except for staples. Well, I don't, I honestly don't know what transpired there. We went into the store. We spoke to one of the representatives and he quoted us a price. Super nice guy. And the first price he quoted us was extremely high to the point to where I was like, no, we're, this is, something's not right. Because all our print was black and white. And we provided our own paper. And I bought a pearlescent paper because I was very specific about what I wanted it on. So I actually purchased that separately through Amazon, brought it with me to the store, made sure it was laser printable. And, you know, they said no problem. But the print price was... It's over $100. It was for supplied paper and black and white print that didn't make any sense to me. Especially because usually the, the, the bigger cost among each part of that process when you go to these print centers is the cost of the paper. Like, that's what you're really paying. Right, you're paying for supplies. Uh, but we supplied our own. And so it was very confusing why the charge was so high. So... Again, in fairness to the, the, the first guy working there, you know, he kind of, he was looking around for ways to get that, that cost down, because I think it seemed high to him, too. Right. After I had said something, he 
he kind of looked at it and said, you're right, this doesn't seem right. So he reconfigured everything and came back to us with a price that I was closer to what I was expecting. And I was like, okay, you know, good, done deal. Gave him my paper. We had agreed to go back in the next day to pick it up. And that's when things got a little... That's when it came off the rails. So we go back the next day. And and again, you know, hey, that, that was our fault. They... Probably could have done it in front of us had we gotten there earlier in the day. But yeah, 30 minutes till close. Yeah, I get it. Uh, So we come back the next day. um, And... Completely different representative. Different guy. uh, And every part of our order was wrong. Um, It it was. was. Every part. And, And here's the thing, like... You know, with the print centers, it's it is actually very you know at the the various supply uh, office supply stores, it is actually pretty convenient. They've got an email, you email them the file that you want printed. You know, I had them as as JPEG, you know, uh, picture files. You email them the file, and they can print it from there in various sizes and configurations. So I named the files with the dimensions of what the size of the file was supposed to be when it was printed. So it was like RSVP card three by uh, underscore three by five. So the dimensions are in the file name and uh, somehow uh, all the cards, all the supplemental cards, the RSVP card, the hotel information card, general information card were all the wrong size. Everything was three and a half inches, which fortunately still fits in our po- uh, pockets, but it, all the sizes were They off. seem to make up the sizes. No, they're all irregular. It was three and a half by like everything across the board. Four and eight. But yeah, I'm not sure where they got fifths. the height dimensions from. I think they just I, made them up. The invitation The was, invitation was then I don't not know. only the wrong size... Because we needed it uh, four and a half by six and a half, which granted is an odd size. And it was like eight and a half by four? Yeah, it was longer than our card. It was very long and skinny. And it was on cardstock. Not our paper. Which we had not provided. Which thankfully it was not on our paper. Yeah. Because then I would have had to buy more paper. Uh, So, and, and, you know, the guy working there is just like, well, I don't know what happened. I didn't run this order. And it's like, okay, well this is all wrong uh you need to fix this at which point he's like okay well you know we were were okay we could live with the the three and a half uh the the rsvp cards hotel cards general information cards because they still fit in the uh the pocket they relative to each other, they still stacked. They still up stacked the, like the, we the, wanted the them to. The way we wanted them to. So we're for the most part. We decided we were going to keep those because they were on our paper. Yeah, they were on our paper. At that point, it would have incurred more cost for paper and prints and calling it good enough. The RSVPs still fit in the RSVP envelopes. Good enough. But obviously, we need the the main and you know the you are cordially invited to piece. We need that reprinted. And yeah, we need that to not be bigger than our envelope. It's, so it's a matter of principle. That's when the guy wants to. So he's going to charge us for what's been done. And despite the fact that 
only three quarters of what we had originally ordered is complete, the price somehow went up $3. It was higher than the original price that they had quoted us for everything. He then told us to reprint our invites. It would be another $50. Yeah. Plus, it was going to cost... Uh, there was... Uh, because because it's four and a half by six and a half, uh, which is an odd size, there was going to be a sizing fee that's $20, but he'd take it down to 10 No, it was 40 and or he'd take 40, it down to take 20 it down to 20 and it's like, what are you talking about? Like, type in, in the dimensions on your thing, type in 4.5 and 6.5. Why is this a sizing thing? Uh, I don't, I, I don't understand. Yeah, it was very confusing to me. And so finally, you know, and, and then the, I, the, for me, the final straw was, okay, I, I can print it. It's now going to cost double to, to print just the main invites. It's going to cost as much as we were originally quoted for the whole thing entirely. We're still providing the paper. And then he was like, well, and then you'll have to come back tomorrow. And at that point, I'm like, no, we're not doing this. One, if this is, uh, you know, two, uh, two of the, uh, the invite, the main invites fit two to a page of paper. You print off you know what uh 35 of them cut them it's it's three cuts um which also for some reason costs like two dollars a cut according to this guy uh and then you hand them to us it should take you about 10 minutes and you've got two and a half hours till the store closes i don't know why i need to come back tomorrow so that was it i again we're never going to staples again dave had very much lost his patience at this point yeah he was very angry at the staples man justifiably so so at this point i was like all right i'm done i'm just i'm very done i'll pay you for the product that we have already run because what else am i going to really do with that he ended up taking off like a random five dollars i think for some reason and Got it down to almost the price that we were quoted the day before for just three pieces. Still $3 higher. They found my paper that they did not print my invites on, gave that back to me, and we decided to go over to Office Depot. Well, we were actually going to head home, but you had brought up Office Depot because they did our our, our save the dates. And again, I was concerned that, well, you know, it's got about an hour till they close. If we go in, they're going to do this same thing where they're going to tell us to come back tomorrow because you know it's an hour till they close which uh i could not have been more wrong about that yeah i'm actually glad we stopped there because i figured we would just stop there see what they had to say get a price quote from them and we were planning on going back the next day next day so we could and seeing if they you know could get it run while we were in the store but yeah so we showed up uh, the girl asked us for the files it was about what 45 minutes before they closed at yeah by the time we got there the girl asked us for the files. I emailed them to her, and she went right to work on them. We had the main invites printed and cut uh, within 10 minutes. I don't know. I literally went to go use the restroom in the store, and, and by the time I came back, she was cutting them. She was done. So. Uh, and so, and, and again, it wound up costing a whopping 
$10? It was under $10. Because, again, we had provided our own paper, and in a sensible world, it shouldn't cost that. And we did go down to four, what was it, four by six? Four the by standard six, size. Just to make it more, uh, more normal. But we, that didn't seem to phase her at all. That I, Again, I think whatever software they're using at Office Depot, it is just, you put in the dimensions, and it puts them onto the page the way they're going to print, and then they print. Uh, plus, as I discovered later, um, Office Depot only charges seventy-five cents per cut because uh, we we did have to get the RSVP cards reprinted because uh, we forgot to put the 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 mandatory return date. Yeah, we didn't put our please respond by date on. Yeah, so <clears throat> we had to get those reprinted anyway. But yeah, when I was there getting those printed, yeah, seventy-five cents a cut and. Um. Yeah. For for all of our printing so far for this wedding, Office Depot has been incredibly good, very reasonable, quick. and the quality looks very nice. Yeah. I mean, granted, we did do the design work ourselves, mm-hmm. but their print work looks very nice. We brought the RSVP cards, the new RSVP cards, home and realized how further off the other sizes were, which I don't think had been completely brought to our attention Mm. as so now we can still make it work it's it still looks good we just gotta kind of change the order that the cards go into the pocket and that's fine they're all clearly labeled so i don't think anybody's gonna be confused and again they're that's not the main invite it's just supplemental cards for hotel information and the rsvp cards coming back to us that's really for our benefit not for you know the guests to keep or anything so yeah, so you know, very happy with with that experience. Because um, yeah, they've they, you know we've been back there again, again to get the RSVP cards reprinted, and we're doing belly bands too. And uh, yeah, at least our local Office Depot has been incredibly it's you know very they, reasonably priced with good quality, and the people there are very nice. Plus. Uh, the the lady that was there when I went back to do the RSVP cards was thrilled with with you and I that we were coming in to do wedding printing like you know six months ahead of time <laughs> because apparently she had just done uh, like place cards and table numbers for uh, a couple who was getting married the next day. And hadn't done any of that. Uh, and the, I would imagine they were very insistent that, you know, this happened. Well, right? it, you need it at that point. Uh, so, yeah, so that's, our you know, our update on wedding invitations. Again, if you're uh, having them printed through a company that does wedding invitations, you know, good on you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, because they're they're doing all that for you, as we talked about last time. The trade off is, of course, you have to pay for that. Uh, doing them ourselves has been cheaper, but uh, has has had its share of aggravation. I honestly think that's the first like snag we've hit so far. That's yeah. the first thing where we've been like, oh, and, that went very wrong. And and honestly, I'd, I'd say the two big you know lessons learned. Uh, from the experience so far would be uh, 
if you're supplying your own paper, buy extra. Which we did, luckily. We did. We, we bought plenty more than we needed, and thankfully we did, because, and, and like I say, there, there are screw-ups like them, you know, printing, some, you, you know, your thing in the wrong size. Screw-ups on us, like and, and we then, forgot yeah, the date. Yeah, we, we forgot to put the, the return date uh, on the RSVPs. And then just like when I was in getting the RSVP cards reprinted, uh, she accidentally printed like two or three pages where the RSVP card was eight, eight and a half by 11. It was a full page. It was an honest mistake, you know, not a big deal. But have extra paper. Right. Because one of those three is going to happen. Either, you know, again, an honest screw up on their part, an honest screw up on your part, or, you know, again, a just complete screw up on their part. And somehow we failed on the spacing with the bands too, so. Yep. So. Back to the reprint. Yeah. And, and again, we still have like uh, a ream and a half of that pearlescent paper. I know you were originally like, well, if we've got that much extra, I'll do the thank you card. Well, that was that. My, th- my line of thinking. It wasn't a huge expense. So I ended up buying probably two extra reams of it. Mm. And that was my logic behind it of if I have this extra paper, I'm going to need thank you cards for the shower. We're going to need thank you cards for the wedding. I'll just print my Easy. own and we'll the, send those at out. At this point, we're going to have to buy more paper for At that. this point, we're buying thank you cards from the store. Yeah. But like, yeah, I would definitely have more paper because something will go wrong. And it's only really a problem if you need a hundred sheets printed and bought a hundred sheets. At that point, it's a big problem. If you bought 120 sheets, not a problem because, you know, hey. Uh, yeah, the other one is if, if you're going to do your, if you're going to take it to a print center, um, to have it done, go in early enough so that you can have them do it in front of you, see their work as they're doing it, and then approve it as as it comes back. Right. Um, and again, like I say, that really, I, I'll, I'll take the blame for that one uh, as far as our experience goes. We, we should have gotten to Staples earlier in the day. We should have made that our first stop yeah. as opposed to, I think the day just got away from us. No, we're it was well. Sunday. We didn't realize that we were running a lot of they would close like three hours earlier on Sunday yeah. than normal. And so, yeah, I, I'd be there. So, you know, have them run off a test page. So you can look at it, check the dimensions of it, make sure it's what you want. And then have them run off the the full complement on the paper you're providing or on the paper you're purchasing. Bring your envelopes with you. Definitely bring the envelopes with you. Make sure that everything fits inside. Yep. And again, you know, take take the time to do that because otherwise it does get aggravating kind of having to run back and forth and, oh, you know, you, you didn't realize till you got home that the RSVPs now don't fit into the RSVP cards. So then you got to go back the next day. And I think that's how doing it yourself becomes aggravating. Uh, whereas, again, if you just decide, hey... Got a, I got a free Saturday. I'm going to go in at noon. And I'm going to, you know, I know what I want. I, I got all my, my file or, you know, all the, the yeah, the, you know, uh, PDFs to send them. We're going to sit there. We're going to go through it till it's right. 
and then I'm going to have it print it, and I'm going to take it all home, and I'll be done. Um, yeah, that's probably the better way to do it. And I think the other lesson we learned through this is that every print center is not the same. Oh, yeah. We happen to find one that's very good, and I think took it for granted that, oh, they all work like this. Yeah. And I will, I will not do that anymore. I no, will make it a point to go special to our local office depot yeah, because they do a really good job. And, and again, that's to say, I like, you know, we're using the specific locations, but I can't say for certain that every Staples Print Center is not good. Uh, I'm sure some of them, or I'm sure a good amount of them are. Right, and I won't go so uh, far as and, to say and, that. And, and I can't go so far as to say that every Office Depot print center is good. Uh, because, again, the, the I've dealt with now mm, two of the regular staff that work the print center, and they're both great. But that might just be them. Right, or it could just be that particular center. Again, we're yeah. speaking very locally on this, on the particular staples that we went to, we did not have a good experience. Ooh. The particular Office Depot that we've went to now, what, three times? Yeah. We have had a very good experience. Yeah. So. And, and, and I think you're right. Yeah, you kind of got to get to know your print center if you're going to do your own printing. and. And like I say, yeah, I, I don't think it necessarily will come down to the, the you know, name brands. I don't think every Staples print center is bad. I don't think every Office Depot print center is good. Uh, you know, you, you just got to find the one that's good and then do all of your printing there. And actually, we talked about possibly just doing the bands yeah, we're gonna printer. we're gonna redo because the spacing on the bands was a little off because we've got writing on it and it overlaps too much uh, right now. And I think we're just gonna print those ourselves, but we may take them to up to the print center to have them cut them because neither Mandy or I are particularly good at cutting in straight lines. I cannot cut a. I missed that step in preschool. <laughs> I cannot cut a straight line to save my life. Although with that, it would just kind of be if we had a paper cutter. We mm. might be able to do that. Maybe. But honestly, for 75 cents a cut, and we're talking, uh, I think it's six bands a page. So it's like, no, it's seven bands a page because so, it's 11 pages uh, for us. Like, I'll pay for that. It's, you know, less than five bucks. Right. So, um,. Yeah, I'm I'm good with that. And we still have assembly to tackle, so. Yep, and so yeah, I'm sure there will be further updates as we because we both convinced ourselves that assembly of these things should be pretty innocuous. You know, we're gonna we'll have we'll have it. We'll throw on a movie and just kind of assembly line. You know, put the glue the main invite in, and then put the little card supplemental cards in. Close it up, uh, use a sticker to seal the belly band, and put it in the envelope. And that sounds really easy. Sounds like a fun evening. We'll see. It's either going to be a pretty simple and easy process, or 
you know, you're eventually going to see a news story about, like, uh, double homicide at, uh, at our residence. Or perhaps not that far, but we were repainting the wall at that point because <laughs> I threw a glue dot dispenser at it. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we, again, uh, updates to follow on that. Uh, yeah, with that, Mandy, any last thoughts, DJs and, and invites? No, I think we've about covered it. As always, if you guys have stuff you'd like to share about either topic about any topic hit us up and yeah uh, come join us on the facebook group uh we usually have uh pretty good discussions out there everybody that's on our group is very nice and uh we love to hear from them got some Uh, new members recently so thanks to everyone who's recently joined us and then if you've got the suggestions uh for topics that we haven't covered yet stuff you really want to at least hear what we have to say about it um, let us know. Uh, again, Facebook groups a, a great place to do that. Uh, if you're not a Facebook user, uh, you can always uh, shoot us an email at let's plan a wedding pod pod uh, at gmail.com. Uh, and then uh, yeah, take uh, if you've got a minute uh, of free time, uh, please take that time and use it to uh, throw that five-star rating on iTunes uh, and maybe even write a very uh, glowing review. And Uh, as always, thanks to everyone who has taken the time to do that. We've gotten quite a few good ratings and nice comments. Still rocking a uh, 5.0 average. So so. thank you guys very much for that. And uh, yeah, no, we really do appreciate it. And and again, that the the number of ratings and, and what they are is what gets the the podcast moved up or down the recommended listings on iTunes. So the higher we are on that, the more likely it is more people will see the podcast and and, uh, subscribe to it. I know I had a very awesome feeling when our little podcast symbol was in the same grouping as one of my favorite podcasts, Mm -hmm. Lore. Yeah. So the awesome Aaron Makey runs (laughs) Lore. I love it. But it was really great to see us kind of in that category of, yep. oh wow, of, look uh, at that. As far as storytelling goes, yeah. Uh, yeah, because that was the, the overall category. And again, yeah, we're both big fans of lore. Once you're done listening to the full Let's Plan a Wedding catalog, go over and check out Aaron Mankey. Yeah, he could use the listens. He's only got, uh, what, three books published, uh, a second season of his Amazon series coming out, and... Uh, yeah, he's on, what, year five of his podcast now. So. Side note, it's not wedding related at all. No, it's, it's, it's really not. It's a folklore and legend it's, story. It's a, it's, it's, it's a spooky it's, stories podcast. It's great. It's Aaron, very great. Aaron very good. Uh, so I'm glad we can we can toss some listeners his way and help him out, help out his, his small podcast. <laughs> but, uh, and yeah, with that, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. And we will uh, be back next week. Thanks, everyone. Have a good night.